What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my business partner, my best friend, and my soon-to-be neighbor, Cole Silva. What's up, bro? Yo, how crazy is it that you could say that now? My soon-to-be neighbor, eh? Dude, that's wild. Dude, I'm how many how many days? Away. How many days until you're here? So we're going to be there in, if I'm not mistaken, 18 days, just because of the fact that we need to show up earlier for the event, et cetera. The event, we're fucking lit, guys. It's going to be awesome. So we're going to be there a little bit early, but we actually move there in 33 fucking days, guys. All right. In 33 days, I'm going to be Brian's neighbor and it's going to be fucking crazy. So guys, on today's podcast episode, we're going to be bringing up a three of our students who have questions for us. And we're going to be doing coaching on the actual call with the students. So first one we're going to bring up is Mr. Raul. Brother, what's up? So excited to have you at the actual event. How's your day going and how can we yeah. serve you today? Today's good, man. Best day ever. Um, you know, things are good, bro. Can't complain. Nice to see you guys again. <laughs> looking forward to <laughs> looking go. forward to seeing you guys in February. So I got like kind of like, I don't know. I'll just dive into my question. I wrote it down a couple of different ways, but it's one large question, I guess. So around New Year's time, like everybody, we I always set new goals, set new visions, et cetera, for my year. And once I hit them, it's like, I almost get complacent. So it's not a good thing. I know. And like, you know, New Year's just started. And I last year, I hit all my goals. Like what, November, December, hit that 10k mark, hit a larger goal, because I have my in person business still. So hit a bigger goal between the two incomes that I want to hit and etc. So hit those and like, you know, January coming again, man, it's just it's not that I'm losing my drive, because I always have new goals. I got my vision board there, my goal setting board there, like I know what I want. And it's just like, I don't know what's gotten into me just the last like week or two. Like it's only been the last week or two where I just kind of feel like just like not mellowed out, but just like a little confused. And and I don't, I can't tell you why, because I don't know why I've been trying to change up some of my routines, try and put in some new things. And, but like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if it's a mindset thing. I don't know if I'm just relaxed, but I just thought I'd like ask for some secondary opinions on, I don't know if, if y'all can help, but yeah. Yeah, dude, I love it. So I'm going to speak to this first because I'm actually experiencing that right now. And so I'll tell you a little bit about my experience because this is like, first of all, for anybody that's listening to this, this is completely normal. So I want you to just know that like this is normal and you are definitely not alone in that because I'm going through it right now. So my advice is that when you're working on your goals, you're like achieving all of them, et cetera, et cetera. Like when is the last time you just like took a minute to just connect with Raul and like what Raul wants to do? Like not for like a goal or like a vision or like a specific purpose, but just to like chill. You know, because I feel like if you haven't done that in a while, if you haven't just like enjoyed the fact that you are successful, that you hit all your financial goals, you hit all your wealth goals, then it's like at some point it becomes like, what's the purpose of doing all this stuff if you're not going to sit back and enjoy the roses and just kind of like, you know, like enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah. And I think yeah, that like yeah, yeah. there's definitely like I'm a big believer in getting like relentlessly obsessed with the goal and just like going all fucking in to achieving it. But I yeah. also think that forcing something that where you don't actually feel passionate about it for the sake of doing it doesn't actually work. So for me, like I wanted to compete for like the last three, four years, like I wanted to, but it was like in the back of my mind and it wasn't really something that I was like, you know, super obsessed 
obsessed about, but it wasn't until I like had this, like, like something fucking switched in my head and I was like, okay, I'm going to go all in. But up until then I was just working out and exercising. So my invitation for you, dude, is like, I think you should just take some time and just like breathe and just relax and just like understand that every state that you're in is temporary. And like, if this goes on for like six months, obviously it's a problem, but if it's like one or two weeks, like just kind of like let yourself be where you're at and don't try to force yourself out of it. Just kind of like let yourself process because everything is temporary, dude. And there's going to be a period in time where there's going to be a moment where you just wake up and you're like, oh shit, like now I want to hit 25. So that's my advice would be to kind of breathe and just like enjoy where you're at right now. And my advice wants to start with a question, bro. First off, do you have anything to say to Brian before I fucking break this down? No, not directly. It's just like, what's the time period, I guess, that I should give myself this time? Like, is there a time period? Like you said, yeah, not six months. Of course, not six months. Should I wait another week? Should I wait another two weeks? What's that time period? Like, Yeah, good question. So my advice is don't stop doing the things that you're doing on a day-to-day fucking basis. So like, just because you're not motivated doesn't mean you stop your disciplines. And I would say, don't stop doing that. And I would like, give yourself a few days to just process. And it's going to pass, dude. Like, I personally think if you just let this go for a few days without feeling guilty or shaming yourself for it, it's going to pass. And you're just going to wake up and be like, okay, what's the next thing? Yeah, because that's how I've been feeling literally each and every day. It's just like, I do all my day-to-days. I do all my posting, all everything I need to do gets done. You know what I mean? But I can't say like, when was that like, you know, like I'm not like as amped up as I was 30 days ago or 60 days ago. You know what I mean? That's what I'm missing. And I'm just trying to get that kind of back. Okay. Oh, if you were shit. to give me a timeline, bro, how long have you felt this way? doesn't need to be exact. Yeah. For the last like two, three weeks, like probably two weeks, two and a half weeks. Yeah. Okay. Now to ask you a question. All right. And this is something that I feel like you really need to like be able to answer in depth. If you don't know the answer right now, my homework for you is going to be figuring it out like ASAP. Like, what do you want out of this? What do I want out of, uh, out of just my life or out of coaching? Out of your life or what? Out of coaching, out of being a coach, out of like producing content, out of all of that stuff. Like, what do you want? Yeah. So I've been really diving deep at my purpose and what exactly I want. So I know that the biggest thing I want to do is be able to make a change in the world, but in a massive. So I know that's just generic. So I'll dive a little deeper is like my purpose in my business is to really stop people on waiting last minute to change their health, because that's like where it really resonates with me and my family on like why I started my entire journey. So really just getting people to stop waiting last minute because life's too short. And that's like the message I want to really come across to people, but also like my purpose in my own life and like my wants in my life, I guess maybe they resonate, but they're kind of two separate things is also like being in certain places in my life achieving certain goals and having a certain type of lifestyle for me and my family. Okay. So like that. the reason why I asked you that question right now, and I'm glad that you did answer it that in depth, because I know me and you had a very in-depth conversation at the last event in the gym talking about like how you got into this because of your father and how you got into this and like yeah. you wanted to make sure that you helped him and you could help other individuals. Like, dude, I think yeah. that there's seasons for everything. You guys are always going to like hit a wall where you feel a little discouraged or you feel like unpassionate. You feel like I don't want to fucking post on Instagram or like as fired up to do stuff, but none of us are. I feel like this is something that like we need to understand and we need to like be okay with. We're not always going to feel passionate and motivated and like inspired to fucking do the things that are working. But at the end of the day, like if you want to do what that, all right, be successful, achieve big things, utilizing this as your car, as your vehicle to get there. And again, change the world on a deeper level to help people like your father, right? Go through these things. You need to realize that it's going to be a long journey. And I feel like the biggest reason why people end up failing is they let this right here, where you are right now, throw them off their track. 
Because at every single time and every person's entrepreneurial journey, I feel like Brian can attest to this 100%. There's this, this time where, dude, I'm not motivated anymore. I'm uninspired. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that shit. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about it anymore. I'd rather do this. All right. I'd rather go about it this way. And then when it ends up happening is because they don't feel that fire. All right. The excitement, the honeymoon phase of growing their fucking business, they end up slacking off on it and it ends up failing. And then they lose focus of like the long-term vision. So I feel like you need to really get aligned with what you want. I think Brian's very right here. Take like a certain amount of time to step back, but again, reevaluate and reignite that passion in the first place. Like, dude, go talk to your dad about this shit. Have an in-depth conversation because I know like I felt the emotion in your voice and mean you had that talk at the event. All right. Talking about Mm -hmm. like why you got into this and what you want to help other people with. So I like, I would go get aligned with that again, get aligned with your core purpose and your vision in the deeper end. Okay. Yeah, no, 100%. This has happened to me in the past. It's not the first time. It's just Mm -hmm. like, it hasn't happened to me in quite some time. So that's why it's like, it's almost like those new feelings again of like, okay, where am I? What am I doing? It's not, I like giving up is not an option for me. That's not an option. It's just more so like, it's like, fuck, I hate this feeling. You know what I mean? That's all it is. Dude, I get it. And I think that like every, I don't think anybody enjoys feeling unmotivated. Never. I don't think think anybody does, but it's very normal and very, very normal, especially when you're successful, which is super weird. Like when you're making enough money to pay your fucking bills and you've got enough to like pay your, like your rent and you're like good and you're chilling and everything's good. It's that's when it's like, you know, chilling, right? Like that's when it happens. And so for me, when I was, you know, I'll just go way back. Like when I was making like 50K a month, right? Like that's, it's really fucking easy to chill when you're making 50K a month. Like it's really yep. fucking easy to just be like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking good. You know, like everything's taken care of. But like Cole said, I had this little photo on my room wall that said, Nanny is counting on you. And Nanny's my grandma. And if you followed my social media for any amount of time, you know that like how much my grandma means to me. And so I'd be laying in bed like a lazy motherfucker. And I'd like look at this little note that says, Nanny's counting on you. And you'd be like, fuck, because like I hadn't bought my grandma a house yet. And I hadn't moved her out yet. And I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't making enough to like, consistently send her cash every single month without it like affecting like my livelihood. So like, that's what got me out of bed. And so I think connecting to that why is really important. And also like, I think for anybody listening right now, like this is the number one fucking affirmation when you're feeling shitty and that helps me get through everything. It's this too shall pass. Yeah. That's the number one affirmation that gets me through any, any hard time that I'm going through this too shall pass. This is just temporary. This emotion is temporary. And the key is to let it be temporary. Where it becomes permanent, it was when you're like, ah, fuck, like I feel so shitty and I hate that I feel like this. This is the worst. Like, I wish I didn't feel like this. That's when you get stuck in it. But if you just see it and you're just like, yo, this is going to pass and it's temporary, it's it'll be a matter of days, bro. A matter of days. Great. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Dude, thanks for coming up. Thank Can't you. wait to see you at the event. Let's no, go. All day. Let's all go. Day. <laughs> Dude, that's super cool. Thank you for sharing rule. And guys, I'm going to be like totally honest with you guys. Like me and Cole have been freaking consumed with the stuff going on at the gym. So it's been like harder for me to just like focus on PT Dom. And I have to like use discipline and motivation and just understand that like, I'm not always going to feel pumped up, but that doesn't mean I don't show up for podcasts. Great. That doesn't mean I don't show up for my Facebook group. That doesn't mean I don't show up for my team. So it's like identifying like what the, and this is for you as well, Rule. If you're taking some time to just figure it out, like identifying what are the things that you must do no matter what, and then staying on that track and just refusing to allow anything to get in your way because your success doesn't care about how you feel and the results aren't going to ask you about how your day was. It's like you either just have them or you don't. I also want to say one more thing about that before we move forward, my man. And like, this is like for the grand scheme. Okay. Everybody listen to this right now, because I know like Raul brought it up and I know it's not an option for him to quit. He never will. 
okay, guys, like it's just, it's not going to fucking happen. I know his mentality. I know what his, his why is, but I want to say this very, very clearly. All right. There's two questions that I ask myself whenever I'm starting something new and like when I'm like pursuing something. And again, that is what do you want and why are you doing this? Okay. And I feel like this is something a lot of you guys need to start asking yourselves because let's be real. Okay. Entrepreneurship has got like Gary Veets talks about it all the time. It's glorified to a certain degree and everybody wants to be one now. So what will end up happening is people will join into an industry. They'll start making a little bit of money and then it starts to get hard. And then they start to self-sabotage and not do the work that they're supposed to be doing because this shit is fucking hard. Okay. It is. Being your own boss, getting yourself up at a certain time, grinding when you don't want to fucking grind is hard. Don't get it twisted. All right. You're not a fucking employee anymore. So the reason why I say, ask yourself, what do you want? Why are you doing this? Is because you might ask that question and realize you don't want to do this anymore and have to pivot in your life. And that's okay too. Mm -hmm. All right. I just wanted to make sure that that was very clear. I actually want to just tack onto that before we move on to Cassie Kovacs. Last thing I just want to say regarding that is sometimes we talk about, I feel like on this podcast, we've talked about like selfless reasons to work on your goals, right? So like I'm doing this for my dad or I'm doing this for my, my grandma or whatever. I also want to have a conversation about why. And like, you can also have super selfish reasons too. Like, Straight up, Kirsten just wants to be famous because she wants to be fucking famous. Like, yeah. She just wants to be famous. I want fucking everyone to know the name Brian Mark. Like, I want Brian. to, like, leave a legacy. I want to, like, fucking leave, like, a stamp on history. Right? I think, what, what's your quote, Cole? Dude, I want to be remembered forever. What's the one about being dead? There's, like... Oh, so Eli Wilde said a quote, and it's a famous... Guys, this is the... My fucking why is this quote? I'm that's so excited exactly. right now. This <laughs> is, it's, like, literally instantly, bam. Very, very intense. You actually die twice. First, when people pour dirt on you. And again, when the last person says your name. When I heard that, it was like, it's like I got bitch slapped right away. My whole fucking why changed because I realized how fucking terrifying it would be to be forgotten. So that is the selfish reason. And so that's what I want to fucking remind you guys is like, Raul, like, obviously, if you're listening to this right now and you're not connecting to like, I need to do this for my grandma or you know what I mean? Like, if you don't connect to that, like, you can also have a selfish reason. And that's okay, too. Like, as long as it's true for you. Does that make sense? Yo, I love that. Yeah, 100%. So no, 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 that's, I guess, I guess we always try and sugarcoat like the why to always be, you know, for other people, always making an impact, especially like the industry we're in, like, you know, making that change. But I do definitely have my selfish reasons and I definitely put them on the back burner as well. Just always Fucking think about impact. Own impact, it, bro. Impact. Fuck it. But, own yeah, it. But it's definitely important to remember like my personal why because I definitely have a shit ton of those. So no, we have, <laughs> we have egos and it's okay to chase them. Like, it's no. okay. Like yeah. you have, you only have one life. And so if there's something that's like true for you, whatever reason it is like fucking go for it, bro. Agreed. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Thank you guys. Thank you cool. again. Thanks for coming up, bro. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Cassie Kovacs, what's up, girl? Welcome to the podcast. So grateful to have you here. Thank you so much for speaking up. This is the first time we've chatted with you. How are you? I am amazing. How are you guys doing? Best day of my life. Best day of my life. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> How can we serve you today? So I posted a reel a couple of days ago. It was a real CTA and I got a huge response for it. 
from a ton of people on Instagram for the first time. And I got like 40 to 50 message requests. I have over like 80 comments on there now, people raising their hands. So my question is like a lot of them are international. And I feel like when I've spoken to or gotten on a sales call with people who are international, the currency exchange always comes up as an issue. And I don't know if that's like a self-limiting belief on my end that like, not that I, I don't think that I can't not work with somebody overseas. Like I definitely can impact somebody's life overseas. I just don't know like how to get over that speed bump of the currency exchange. Got it. Super, super simple answer here. There's two different ways to approach it. Number one, actually, no, I think this is the only way I would do it. So you booking calls through Calendly, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So on Calendly, when you're booking the call, what you can do, you guys is, and this isn't advice for everyone, by the way, this is advice for Cassie and her specific situation. So if you are, you have a CTA that pops the fuck up and you're trying to filter out your leads, here's how you would do it. Go into Calendly, Cassie, and you can change your questions. And in your questions, you could be like, where are you from? What's your budget for coaching and have three different options. And then on a scale of one to 10, how committed are you to your fitness goals? So you could literally have that in the Calendly question. So like when you like go through the DM script, you send them the Calendly link that will literally kind of filter people before the call. And then straight up, if they just say like their budget is less than a hundred dollars, then instead of booking the call, you could send them a voice note and you could be like, Hey, Cole, what's going on? So just got your application for a call. And I just wanted to be fully transparent with you and let you know that my program is $300 per month. However, um, I do have a program that's like super affordable and low budget and would definitely help you hit your fitness goals. Are you interested? And then you could sell those people over the DM. And then anybody that actually financially qualifies, you could book a phone call with. hundred P. I also like to caveat that as well and to add on exactly what Ryan just said, guys, if I knew, okay, and like, I'm going to go like this, knew somebody couldn't afford my program based off of an assumption that I made based off of something I saw, usually I was fucking right, but still, I would either do exactly what Ryan just said, guys, and literally just straight up tell them and then push them towards a low ticket program. Or if I like went to their Instagram and it looked like they like were like spending money on certain things, but like they also were complaining that they didn't have money. I would just straight up tell them what my price is right off the bat. Yo, Cassie. So I just want to be straight up right off the bat. I know that you're from a different country. Our currency is a little bit different. So I just want to be straight up honest right away. My program is $300 a month. Would you be able to afford that? Yes or no. I just want to be straight up before we even have a conversation. And if they were like, yeah, I can afford that. I'd be like lit. And then I'd have a convo. I sold a lot of individuals like that because I was just like, if I thought that they couldn't afford it, or again, they were in another country, I would just be very, very fucking honest because that's not like a, I don't think that's a self-limiting belief at all. Okay, guys, like if you're contacting people that are overseas, there's a lot of countries overseas that cannot afford Canadian or fucking USD revenue. It's just because the fucking dollar is just so much different across all different countries. Like, guys, our dollar to the States is fucking ass. If I'm not mistaken, it's like, what, $600 Canadian? It's like 700, 700, something like that. Yeah, it's mental. Like, it's definitely different. I would just be very open to the individuals that are there. And like, again, a couple of people said in the chat where we're going through this, when you have your Calendly, like as soon as you figure out where people are, search up the currency, see what it is compared to where you are. If it's like fucking super drastic, like if you're talking about like the Philippines versus the States, uh, well, I don't even know what the fucking Philippines currency is, but you guys get where I'm going here. Like search it up, see what it is, see if the people like might be able to afford it and then have a conversation. Can I offer another piece of advice? So with your CTA, did you just do like, what What was the CTA? Like what was, what did you tell them to do? Well, it was like, if you like ladies over 18, if you're interested in, I think it was like flat, flat tummy. What did you tell them to do at the end of the video? If you're interested in, then do this. Drop a message me or drop a butterfly emoji. Boom. So 
that's good. Now it's obviously it worked. So I'm not going to bash you for it. The next <laughs> step for you is to say comment keyword below or whatever you did for comment below and fill the application in my bio. Mm-hmm. Because if they fill out the application in your bio, that will do all the work that you're about to do for you. So it's the same thing, but you just direct them to do a different thing. Like instead of saying comment below and message me, you want to say comment below and fill the application in my bio. Okay. I was wondering like if I should do that as I'm DM scripting them. Cause one of the first questions I ask people now is like, how old are you? Where are you from? Just to make sure like I can check both of those boxes, but like a lot of people again, like are international that are viewing my content that are interested in my coaching. So I just wanted to be sure that like I can still serve them if I can. Yeah. So another option is like, let's say you've got, you said you've got like 50 message requests and like 80 comments mm-hmm. and it's just you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So that's a lot of work to DM script fucking hundred people. So another option is you could film a video and it could be like 30 seconds long and it could be like, Hey girl, what's going on? It's Cassie here. And I just got like bombarded with comments and messages and I'm so grateful you messaged. So in order for me to figure out whether or not I can help you. I'm just trying to figure out like who the best fit is. I'm going to send you a link to my application. I want you to fill it out, get it back to me as soon as possible. And it's going to be first come first serve. So you can film a 30 second video and you can send it to everybody. And then you can send the link right after your, for your application. And that in itself will filter people out for you. Yeah, that's really helpful because I went through and I messaged every comment, every message, and it took me hours just to send like two things. Yeah. And now like I haven't even been able to have like the full conversation with some people because like my messages are just crazy right now. Yeah. So you can say that you can be like, Hey girl, what's going on? It's Cassie. So my messages are literally blowing up right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do first come first serve for the coaching program. I'm going to send you a link to the application. If you're serious about your fitness goals, fill it out right away and get it back to me. Okay. Send that video and then send the link, send that video, send the link, send that video, send the link, send that video, send the link. Okay. That's really helpful. That's definitely what I'm going to (laughs) do. I will also say guys, like kind of going into that as well, every single person listening to this right now, and I don't know, Brian might agree with me here, might not, but I want to say it anyways. If you have a fucking real blow up, you do not need to DM every single person within 24 hours. Okay. Like, let's just take a saw breath for a minute. If you have 450 comments, like, don't be like, oh my God, if I don't send out 450 DMs, every single one of these leads are going to go like dry and like burn out. Don't get me wrong. Like there's still a timeline. You guys get like a month and a half waiting, two weeks waiting. People are going to forget about it, but you can only work as much as you can work. Okay. So like spam DMing a hundred people being like, fuck my life. i got to get messages to everybody. And then they're all responding back to you at the same time is obviously overwhelming. So I would batch it. All right. I'm going to spend DMs of 20 people. And then I'm going to continue these conversations for the next five hours. See how it fucking goes. And then do it again for the next group. That's a really fucking good point. I'm actually glad you brought that up. So good. And not only like, so your goal is to get phone calls and applications, right? Mm-hmm. That's the goal is to get phone calls and applications. So the goal, and this is good for anybody, anybody that has a TikTok and real blow up, which by the way, is a good problem to have. Yep. Your goal is to get phone calls and applications, not to DM everyone. That's, and that's a big mistake. So I'm glad you brought that up. Cool. So what the move that I would make Cassie, if I were you is I would send those videos and those applications, and then I would wait an hour and see who replied. And then I'd get back to those people. And make sure that they fill out that application. And if girl's like, okay, sounds good. I'll fill it out. And then I would make sure that girl fills it out 30 minutes later. I'd be like, sounds good. Like I'll wait here for you. Right. So you just want to make sure that they actually go through because if you're just like DM hundred people and then 50 of them DM you back, but you're still DMing the other hundred that are like the next on your list. So you don't get back to the 50, like those people might not fill out applications and those people might be hot leads. So you've got to yeah. like see it all the way through. If that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense for sure. Perfect. Cool. Is this helpful? Yes. Thank you so much.
Dude, thanks for coming up. Appreciate you. And this Cassie is why we need to do Instagram reels. That's why right there. Yep. I literally pulled it up right here. The fucking that CTA is perfect. Super simple, super straightforward. And like your other reels are doing like even better. You got this 840,000 views, 106,000 views. That one's only got 9,700 and you got that much fucking traction off of it. Do this again in a week with the application thing put in there. Fill out the application on my bio and let them go like that. Can you do a screen share, Cole, so the people on podcasts can see it? Yeah, 100%. Let's fucking do it. So pulling it up, guys, to give you a breakdown. I just pulled this right away. B, can you see everything? Yep. Perfect. So as you guys can see, like her reels are getting like a lot of traction. So capitalizing on this by doing CTAs like this is really good, but it's super simple. It's straightforward. She just has ladies. All right, I'm looking for five girlies, 18 plus. Super simple. Next line. All right, who want to flatten their tummy and build their confidence? without giving up carbs, sugar, do, doing tons of cardio, follow me and comment the butterfly below for more info. Boom. I like that, but let's take out this next time because this is a CTA for like applications for coaching, right? Yeah. These, let's leave these follow me CTAs guys for the other reels. All right, yeah. like put one of these on like this next one, this one, 106. Make sure you put follow me at the end of this one or the end of this one. Guys, I usually have a follow me or a comment below on every single fucking reel or TikTok I do across the board. But let's do another one like this in like six days, something like that after you add some value into your account and have it fill out the application of my bio and drop a butterfly below. And that'll be your CTA for this one. Cool. Good job, Cassie. That's fucking awesome. I like it. Good Thank job. You. The reason that it has followed me is because it was a TikTok and I just repurposed it as a reel. Perfect. So mm-hmm. Awesome. I love it. I'll definitely add the application next time. Appreciate like it. it. Got you. Thanks for coming up. Also, can we just talk about how cool the internet is? Like, no, dude, it's so cool that like Cassie, I saw like 106,000 views, like 30,000 views. It's like the internet is just so crazy. And then you make one CTA and now you got like 80 people that want to just work with you for your coaching program. The internet is just such a crazy place. It just blows my mind. I got one right here that's got 860,000 views. Right? That's fucking blows my fucking mind. One video, a little you video make. in your fucking living room and 800,000 people see it. Like what? all over the place, man. I love it. So crazy. Okay. So we had somebody, I think it was Daniel, right? That had a question about hangups. My man, Daniel, welcome to Pod Chats. Cole and I are here to serve you, bro. How are you? How's your day? What's going on, boys? Best day of my fucking life, as always. <laughs> I love our <laughs> I love culture, you said that too. I love our Perfect. fucking culture. That's good. Bro, how can yeah. we serve you? Um, so first of all, I just want to mention that on the very first pod that you had in this style, you and Jeff called me the fuck out and told me to move the fuck out. And I did so in my new house. So thank you very yeah! much. Yeah, bro, that is Ooh. fire. Downtown Toronto, baby. Let's go. Good job, that dude. fire, bro. I love that. I appreciate that. So that, that was really fucking awesome. Now, my question is, so just to kind of give you some backstory, November was my highest earning month. I hit like 9K. And then December, I lost some momentum like with the process. It was like definitely mainly due to my mindset. I was looking at like financial wins, things like that. So I lost momentum in December. My income got like cut in half pretty much. And then earlier this month, like beginning of January, I completely had like a perspective shift and I'm building really good momentum, like with the process, focusing on like a growth mindset, things like that. So my mindset is really good right now. It's in a much better place. But one thing that I've noticed not only recently, but also like in December, these past couple of weeks is that I'm getting on calls with prospects and the call is going really well. And then when it comes to the investment part, something happens. So they'll like agree to the investment. And then either I'll be like, okay, I'm going to put you on hold for a sec and pull up a couple of things. And then they'll hang up. Or like they'll do the same thing and block me or they'll commit to the investment and the next day they'll reach out and ask for a refund. And that's been like a very recurring thing that's been happening the past month that has never really happened before then. So I'm wondering is like, is it a 
content thing and the people I'm attracting? Is it my DM process? Like, I'm not really sure what to focus on to prevent that. I have a question. How confident are you on sales calls? Recently, very confident. That's the problem. Yep. So that's a weird question, right? So I'm going to tell you why. So there was a period in time where Cole and I were getting on sales calls and every single call we sold was a paid in full. Every Every single one. And then we went on a streak where it was like two weeks in a row where every fucking person said no to us. And I like called him. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. Like, I'm like, I'm so confident, but like, that's the thing when you're so confident and it's just like, comes across so strong and it's just like, so certain, like it's, it almost turns people off. So I think it's overconfidence. And I think that the fact that you answered that so fast and the fact that you were like, I'm super confident is the move. And so I think this has nothing to do with content or DM game. And I think it has everything to do with slowing down compassion and actually hearing your prospect. That's it, man. Like, because that's the thing, right? As soon as you guys hear that, you're like, okay, cool. That's all well and good. But how the fuck do I fix it? You slow down and you allow them to talk more. That was a big thing that I feel like was our problem when we were going through that streak where it was like, we were selling everything. And then it like ended up crashing to both of us guys at the same I, fucking I literally, time. I literally, when he was talking, bro, I was remembering that exactly right away. Like we went through this exact thing and it was weird because we were like, what the fuck, man? I just sold like 15 people paid in full in a row. And then I'm getting no's. I'm like, I know my fucking sales game is good. <laughs> Yo, so Cole used to only sell paid in pulls that I said. Yeah, this is when Cole one he went two weeks. He sold 15 grand in paid in pulls, and then he didn't sell a client for like three more weeks. So it went from like 15k down to three. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it threw me off like crazy, right? But it was because I got so confident that I was allowing people to speak on the phone, but. I was also taking charge too much and I wasn't allowing the person to open up on a deeper level. This is why like when I teach you guys sales in a deeper level, right? When I'm teaching you guys how to maneuver on a sales call or go through stuff, I talk about how you need to allow the prospect to open up and you need to allow them to speak through their pain. What do I mean by that? Well, you guys will have someone start to talk and you are over eager to start talking again or like kind of get to the next point or break stuff down. And you're smiling right now because I know that you fucking do it hundred percent. Correct. Right. Like you'll ask them a question. They'll start answering and you'll be like, okay, dope. So like, that's what I see there, Daniel. No, shut the fuck up and let them talk. They got to go through it. Right. Yeah. 100%. There we go. I'm fucking really happy that what we just said resonated because I could see that it's fucking clicking Dude, in your yeah, mind instantly. And I also, there's a lot of people on this call that are like, I'm in the same boat. So those of you guys, there's a couple of people that just said me. There's Barbie said, that's me right now. And there was another person, Ryan Tran. So Daniel, I'm going to give you some homework to reach out to Barbie and Ryan Tran and role play. And your guys's job is to actually listen. Sal resonates with this too. Actually listen to your fucking prospect. Like ask questions and like be silent and then ask expansive questions. Tell me a little bit more about what you mean by that. And like, let your confidence not come through like your ability to take control of the call, but let your confidence come from being silent and allow them to say what they need to say so that you can make the sale. You'd agree. Does that all make sense, my man? It does. So my question is, how do I like still come across as confident in my program and in my service and in myself without like coming off as like too confident? So my advice would be do the same thing you're doing. Just allow them to speak more. This is what I ended up doing. This is what ended up like helping me. And to break it down, to give you the example is again, I was so eager to interrupt the individual, so eager to cut them off, to tell them what they're doing wrong, to solve their problem. So eager to do the talking on the phone. But the more I started to shut the fuck up, I was still confident. I was still very good at delivering my pitch, very good at drawing the pain out of them. Why the fuck are they talking to me? What is the core reason? Not just they wanted to lose weight. It's they want to lose weight because they hate looking in the mirror. I was very good at that, but I just started to shut up more. 
and I started to ask more expansive questions, all right? Because again, the person who speaks more loses, all right? And when they lose, they actually win because they join your program and they change their fucking life forever. Yeah, my game is the same. And I'm going to give you like a concept that might make it easy to understand. I like to play leaning in and leaning out. Like leaning in is like, would you like some help? Like, you know what I mean? Like leaning in is like asking the next question and leaning in is like really like kind of like being more assertive and leaning out is like taking a step back. Tell me what you mean by that. Can you elaborate? Right? Like, and how does that make you feel? Like that to me is leaning out. And then leaning in is where you're talking about like how your program is going to take them from this to this. You know, my training and nutrition program is going to like take you from where you're currently at right now, struggling to look at yourself in the mirror to like finally having the body that you want and feeling conf more confident than you've ever felt in your skin. So there's like leaning in where you're like being assertive and you're being alpha. And then there's also leaning out where you're like leaning out and you're listening, you're being more compassionate and you're trying to understand what they're doing. And so for me, I think that that applies to like not only sales calls, but also direct messages and even content, right? Like if you're too aggressive with your content then you're always like change your life, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, people are like, whoa, like relax. Right. But if you like change your life, then the next post that you write is about like, you know, it's like more connection based and it's like leaning out, like that same concept applies to everything, but definitely on sales calls. It's like right now you're leaning in too much and you need to practice leaning out. I also might be able to take another angle from this as well. How much time we got today? We got a little bit of time B. We're good. Perfect. You want to do an exercise right now, Daniel? Okay. Lit. Pitch, Brian. How do you pitch? Like when you explain your program, I'm just curious about something. When you, let's say you're talking about training, nutrition, accountability, your app, and then you drop your price. What do you say? Like what actually comes out of your mouth? Let's say Brian wanted to lose 20 pounds. If you were to explain your program and then pitch him your price, what would you say? Okay. So for the training program, I'm going to get you a customized workout program. That's going to be delivered to you on an app that has step-by-step -step instructional videos so that you never have questions again in the gym in regards to how to do the workouts or in regards to what workouts you should be doing. Cause it's all laid out for you there. Is that something that you would like? Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Cool. And then in terms of nutrition, since you said your goal is to lose 20 pounds, first, what I want to do is just make sure we build a good base, make sure you have those healthy habits down before we progress into anything towards your goals more specifically that we can actually pinpoint your problem and get more specific with the nutrition plan for your goal to lose 20 pounds. Is that cool? Yeah, of course. Awesome. And then lastly, for the accountability, you mentioned that, you know, lack of momentum and consistency is something that you struggle with. So this is pretty much where I come in as your number one support system. Every single week, I'm going to check in with you on Tuesday, make sure that you're following your program, hitting your goals. If you're not on the, with the check-in, I'll be able to make some adjustments based off that and go from there. <laughs> Just putting you on the pot. It's all good. So yeah. I'm not going to make you pitch a price right now. Okay. That's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Do you feel like what you just said, okay, for accountability, training and nutrition is something that like, that's usually what you say when you pitch it. Do you feel like that's pretty confident? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a problem. And I'll bring up why. Yeah. Okay. I have a system guys that I've created with uh, all of our clients and it's called the three S strategy. Okay. My three S method, short, sexy, straight to the point. Have you seen my podcast on that slash my training in the Academy? Uh, I've heard that multiple times. I don't know. Okay. You want to keep your pitch short, sexy, and straight to the point. What I mean by that guys is when you just heard Daniel break down training, he talked about a custom program. Okay. He talked about training methods to help me achieve my goals. He talked about like the in-depth of what goes into an actual training program. They don't give a fuck. They don't. So you want to make it short, sexy, and straight to the point. So Brian, you told me you wanted to lose 20 pounds, correct? Yep. Awesome, my man. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you on a workout program that is literally just made to help you lose that weight. We're not going to do anything crazy right off the bat. I'm not going to bore you with the details and the training app and the program itself. I'm just going to put you on a simple plan that helps you move your body a little bit more so we can start blasting off that fat. Does that sound good? Yep. 
Awesome, my man. So when it comes down to your nutrition, you told me that you struggle with eating fast foods and you told me that you don't really like following a meal plan, correct? Yeah. Awesome, my man. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a plan to follow slash teach you how to utilize macronutrients. Now, I know that's a big word. We're not going to go into that. Long story short, I'm going to give you foods that you fucking love while blasting off that fat so you can achieve your dream body. Is that good? Sounds good, bro. You get where I'm going here, Daniel? Like, don't get me wrong, guys. At the end of the day, we need to explain these individual things to our clients. But 90% of the time, when you start utilizing bigger terms, bigger terminology like macronutrients, that's why I said it and then I pushed away from it, or in-depth custom training program, it bores the fuck out of the person who's listening because they don't understand what it is. Yeah, you lost me during your pitch, bro. It was too many words. And while you were talking to me, the only thing you said is lose 20 pounds once at the start of your pitch. Where I say, I bring up his body. I bring up the weight. I bring up his Blasting pain. fat off. Blasting Everything. fat off. Losing weight. Blasting fat off. So what we're asking you to do is to clean up that pitch a little bit and make it way less about you and way more about them. Yes. And this is actually a good exercise with what we already gave you because if you practice active listening, they will tell you exactly what they need. And then when you pitch your program, you're going to pitch the nutrition program to exactly what they need. That exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, I've noticed that like that's something that I've been trying to work on. So I'll just quickly say like, one of the calls that I got hung up on and she blocked me, like I knew for a fact the call went so well. And if I pitched to her problems and I feel like she would have committed. But anyway, since then I tried to work on that. One thing that I kind of struggled with is like, do I literally not explain what I provide in terms of like the, the programming and the nutrition, just like, I'm going to help you solve this with the program. I'm going to help you solve this with the nutrition because you're struggling with this. Like just say that. Dude, your job is to sell them not to explain to them what it is unless they ask. And like, that's why you have the filler, bro. You said to Brian, you broke down your training and then you're like, dope. Does that sound good? If he has a question, he'll fucking ask you after that. And then you yeah. explain like your job is to sell them the program because if you don't sell them the program, you're not going to change their fucking life. Yep. And people don't care about the program. They care about themselves. Mm -hmm. And so you basically need to sell them themselves. Like you need to sell them the results that you're going to give them. And then once you're in, they're in your program, you're like, okay, great. Now that you paid, this is how the training app works. This is how the meal plan works. This is how I'm going to deliver your check-ins. This is when you need to check in every week. This is the Facebook group. But before that, they don't give a fuck. They don't, they just want to know, is, has this person been paying attention to me? So do they actually know how to solve my problem? Because one of the things I hate when I'm being sold is when somebody's trying to sell me their product and they're not to sell me what I want. Yeah. When I'm hiring a coach, I'm like, these are the specific results that I want. Can you help me get there? Yes or no. And so like what I'm looking for when I'm hiring a coach is like the certainty in their ability to be able to get me results. And the only way that somebody's going to know that they're, that you're actually the person that's going to help them is you've been paying attention and everything that you're saying to them is like, yo, I'm going to help you lose that 20 pounds. And we're going to help you burn body fat in a way that you actually enjoy. Cause I know that you told me you hate meal plans. So I'm not going to put you on a meal plan because that wouldn't serve you. I'm going to teach you how to do macronutrients. And I know that's boring, but I'm going to teach you how to eat foods that you love in a way that you enjoy that helps you burn body fat. Is that cool? Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Cool. Perfect. Good. Good. Fire. 100%, dude. I got two calls tonight, so hopefully it goes well. Let's fucking go. Not hopefully, it's going to go well. And before your calls tonight, I want you to book a role play with either Sal, Barbie, or Ryan Tran, or mm -hmm. Dakota. Dakota also dropped. And also, dude, go into these calls. It's something I really want to touch on instantly because you just said, hopefully it goes well. Get that out of your fucking mind. Every single one of you guys need to listen to this, whether you're in the, in the room right now and we're pulling you up, or if you're listening to this on the audio-only replay, anyone who chose to spend an hour with you on the phone can be sold, period. It's mm -hmm. not like your content might not be good enough. So they're not warmed up enough. If they spent that time with you, bro, they want to be sold, period. Yep. Something happened during that time that yep. threw them off. And most people are just too scared to tell you the truth. I don't want your fucking program. So they hang up and block you or they say something else or they give you an excuse. All right. For sure. Cool.
All right, guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer podcast. Peace, love, protein. Have the best day of your entire life. We'll talk to you guys soon. Let's go.